Welcome to the WP Builds Podcast, bringing you the latest news from the WordPress community. Now, welcome your hosts, David Wormsley and Nathan Wrigley. Hello there and welcome once again to the WP Builds Podcast. You have reached episode number 326, entitled James Giroux on Workplace Culture, Team Dynamics and Leadership in WordPress Companies. It was published on Thursday the 11th of May 2023. My name's Nathan Wrigley and I'll be joined by James in a few moments to have our chat. But before then, a few bits of housekeeping. The first thing to say is if you head to our subscribe page, wpbuilds.com forward slash subscribe, you can be updated on all of the socials. You can join our email list where we won't spam you, but we will let you know when we produce new content. That's typically two podcast episodes a week. The This Week in WordPress show, which is live on a Monday, but also this, the Thursday podcast, we will email you when we produce those episodes. Also, if you go to that page, you can find our other social channels as well. And a request from me, if you're listening to this on a podcast player, that could be maybe Spotify or Apple Podcasts, and you feel like giving us a review, please do. It really does help us find a new audience, so that would be very much appreciated. We did three live things this week. We did our This Week in WordPress show on Monday. We also had a UI UX show with Pichineri on Tuesday. And then we had our second of six in our webinar series with WS Forms founder and developer, Mark Westgard. You can find the information about that over on the wpbuilds.com website. There is an archive page, and if you click on the archive link in the main menu on the wpbuilds.com website, go to the demos archive and Mark's stuff belongs there. And if you want to find Peach's stuff, it is on our YouTube channel. The other thing to mention is our deals page. I keep saying it's a bit like Black Friday, but every single day of the week, searchable, filterable list of products in the WordPress space, which you can get significant amounts of money off wpbuilds.com forward slash deals. The WP Builds podcast was brought to you today by GoDaddy Pro. GoDaddy Pro, the home of managed WordPress hosting that includes free domain, SSL and 24-7 support. Bundle that with The Hub by GoDaddy Pro to unlock more free benefits to manage multiple sites in one place, invoice clients and get 30% off new purchases. You can find out more by heading to go.me forward slash WP builds. Once more, go.me forward slash WP builds. And we thank GoDaddy Pro for their continuing ongoing support of the WP builds podcast. Okay, what have we got in store for you today? Well, we have James Giroux, and he is going to be talking about a new endeavor of his. It's called Team WP, and we get into what Team WP is. Essentially, he's trying to figure out what a good, in air quotes, workplace in the WordPress ecosystem looks like. What do good companies do? What do good employees expect from their employers? Things like team culture, trying to figure out certifications. And James is on a mission, really, to figure out how we can openly share the best practice so that all of WordPress will be able to grow and the workplaces that we will be involved with would be nice places to work. He's got a survey which we talk about and he's hoping to put all of the data together and release that into the world at WordCamp Europe, which is happening fairly soon. Really interesting project, really, really nice guy. And I hope that you enjoy the podcast. I am joined on the podcast today by James Giroux. Hello, James. Hello. Nice to have you with us. James is going to talk to us today about an endeavor that he has started really recently called Team WP. We'll do all the usual introductions, but it might be a good idea uh, to follow along with this conversation. Just pause this podcast, go to the URL teamwp.co, so T-E-A-M-W-P.co, and have a poke around there and then come back and you'll be, you'll be fully primed as to what the conversation is going to be about. But if you don't want to do that, keep listening and James is going to tell us a little bit about himself. So first question, James, just give us a Give us a little potted history, the, the sort of elevator history, if you like, of you and your relationship with WordPress, who you've worked for and all of that. Sure. Yeah. My my WordPress story goes, oh, gosh, all the way back to, I think, 2006. 
is when I first really got stuck into um, WordPress. I I was looking for something to build uh, a website on for a company that I was or or an organization I was involved with, and uh, found WordPress. And you know, like everyone was like, "Ooh, free themes! Ooh, free <laughs> <Yeah>. plugins!" <laughs> you know, and at the time, those free themes were things like changing the color, or right. you know, they maybe it was so inflexible. Um, and that, you know, of course, led me on a journey to discover things and, and figure things out. But I really kind of took took full control of WordPress in my life, I guess, around 2012. So 11 years ago, um, I left um, the role that I was in and decided I wanted to be a full-time brand designer. And um, that's sort of my background was uh, interactive multimedia and graphic design. So I thought, oh, I'll go build logos and and uh, letterhead for companies and charge them gazillions of dollars. And, and hopefully that would work. But uh it didn't, and what ended up, what ended up happening? I mean, it was right around the time of Ninety Nine Designs, so that you know, like I grew up at, yeah. and, and worked with clients where you know you would typically pay fifteen, twenty, thirty thousand dollars for a full brand um, sort of do do up, right? Um, logo and all the things, and uh, so I thought that was what my future would hold. Um, Ninety Nine Designs brought it down to like a hundred dollars. And you could just get your logo. And so I was like, okay, what am I going to do? Um, and so I found a few clients um, and they were they were like, yeah, this is great to have have the logo, but we also need a website. And uh, I went, well, I know this thing called WordPress and, you know, I've heard of this thing called Envato and I can, you know, buy a theme and, and customize it for you. So I did that. Very quickly realized that even with customization, I still needed to know CSS, a little bit of PHP and, and all that kind of stuff to really, and HTML to make it work. So buying books and doing all those things. And then I ended up finding um, a, a, an article. I can't remember where the article was, but it's the article that, that really kicked things off. And it said, don't, you know, like as you're building out, don't build uh, on a theme, build on a framework, right? Try to think of like the, your, your framework that you're building your agency on and your framework that you're building for clients on and find something that you can use and reuse over and over again. Mm. And, uh, uh, that was the time of, um, uh, page lines. And so I got involved in the page lines community, which uh, existed for a little while. I think they were probably one of the first drag and drop true front end drag and drag and drop page builders at the yeah, time. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so I got involved there and um, all of a sudden, you know, got involved in the community there and shortly started developing products for that framework. Um, and that's really what got me into WordPress full time. All of a sudden I was getting clients internationally. Um, I was growing um, you know, like building, building sites for random companies. Like I did sites from, from Canada. I, I did sites in Sweden and, and in the UK and, um, Australia and all over the U S. And I was like, all of a sudden I had this, this international business and I was like, Whoa, no, what do I do? Um, and I was selling products. I, I created a, um, something called page lines Academy at the time to teach other people how to use page lines. Um, did video courses from my basement and I set up a little studio and, and did courses that way. And, um, and then, uh, through my connection to page lines, they actually invited me to come and work for them. So I worked for them as their director of operations and did all the community stuff and the, um, developer relations, uh, things. And this is, this is like, you're getting like full detail story here. No, it's probably it's too I'm much, but it. it's really good. Um, those early days, I'm reflecting a lot on those early days because, you know, like just thinking about how, how did I really get into WordPress? Um, and, and that was really how it happened. I, I, I went out to San Francisco to meet the team from, uh, page lines and went to, to WordCamp San Francisco the last time they ever had it there. And, uh, from there, I actually met somebody from my neck of the woods who invited me to Pressnomics and said, Hey, you should come to Pressnomics. And at the time, you know, like wasn't making a ton of money, but recognized that going to these conferences was probably a value. So um, I said, all right, I'll go. So I bought a plane ticket and, and bit the bullet and off I went. Um, didn't have a, a hotel to stay in or a place to stay. So I crashed in in this this person's 
hotel room, which was crazy, sleeping on the couch for a few days of, of that conference, but um, <laughs> met some fine folks from around the WordPress ecosystem. It's where I first started drinking weird beers with uh, Pippin and, uh, <laughs> you know, like hanging out with, with Chris Lemma and watching him and his little cadre smoke cigars and, and under the orange trees in the lounge there. Uh, it was just fun little memories of that. Um, uh, met Brian Krogsgaard and, and joined Post Status. Um, all, all those sort of like starter stories, are, are, I sort of have had like either a, a passenger seat or, or a back seat to and, and watching these, these stories unfold uh, in WordPress. And, um, but met some, some folks from Envato. Um, and one of the really fun things that um, I did, it was, it was uh, Adam Pickering, not sure if you know him, but he, uh, he likes to go crazy. Um, he was an Envato author at the time and he hired a Volvo um, and was volunteering to drive people back and forth from the airport um, in Phoenix um, to, the, uh, to the venue that we were going to in Tempe. And um, so I just hopped in the car with him and we would have conversations with all of these, to me, like senior and like larger than like WordPress folk, right? As we're driving them back and forth from the airport and, and had this really interesting conversation with some Envato folks. Um, and a few months later on Twitter, I saw a conversation go back and forth that Envato was looking for a WordPress evangelist. And so I ended up applying for that job, got the job, um, started working for Envato uh, part-time, um, went to Pressnomics the next year, but not as uh, an attendee, as a sponsor, uh, repping um, Envato, which is just crazy, um, and co-hosted a party with Post Status. And uh, again, you know, like just the way that my life flipped around to being on the outside right, looking yeah. in, to being on the inside. That's nice. Um, in the course of a year was just nuts. So, you know, Pressnomics is really where things took off. Um, and, uh, yeah, from, from, I spent five years at Envato, um, moving around. I, I ended up moving, um, across the world, moving my family to Australia, lived in Melbourne for four years, I guess, something like that. And, uh, and then, uh, when my time ended there, um, ended up at Gravity Forms where I got to be their resident YouTuber. That was always fun. Uh, <laughs> Yay. And hanging out with their community. It was, it was very interesting going from uh, Envato, which had a team of 300 when I started and 600 when I left and a, and a developer community or creator community of, um, you know, actively 60, 70,000 um, to a developer community of six or seven and a staff team of 30. So like huge, hugely scaled down compared to what I was um, used to. And then I uh, was there for a little while, um, left in February of 2022 and joined Stellar, which again, another company that had about 400, 500 staff, something like that, um, working uh, as their director of brand and product marketing. So I, I, Sped up the end there to give yeah. <laughs> every everyone the the well, calls you notes. Know what? The, it, yeah. Typically, the the intro like that probably wouldn't it wouldn't really help to be quite so lengthy about it. But in this case, I really feel that there's a lot of value in that because of what we're going to talk about, which is Team WP. And right. really, if you hadn't have had a laundry list of people that you'd worked for and different environments that you'd worked in, big companies, small companies, companies that have grown and so on and so forth, then I think the the proposition that you're putting forward, people could justifiably look at you and go, well, who, who are you to talk about this? But given everything that you've just told us, I think your credentials are, you know, solid. So Team WP... On the website, the strapline is the team and culture platform for the WordPress ecosystem. This this is a question which, you know, you can go in any direction you like here. Just tell us what your vision for Team WP is. We're recording this towards the sort of latter part, I guess, of April 2023. So by the time this comes out, probably in five or six weeks, something like that, maybe aspects of this will have changed and what have you. But broadly speaking, just tell us what the purpose of this brand new adventure is. I've been doing some of this work lately as as things have have kind of taken off but you know 
loftily, I think the vision is to transform the WordPress ecosystem by fostering open people-first workplaces that inspire collaboration, uh, innovation, and a thriving global community. What I mean by that is um, I have... I have had the the you know born out of years of experience I guess privilege of working in a wide variety of teams and uh, a spectrum of team experiences uh, positive negative neutral I've I've seen things that work well in some spaces and things that don't work quite so well in others and and sometimes the same approach having different outcomes uh, depending on the company and uh, but what I've what I've really seen and noticed is that um, because of the nature of WordPress, the fact that we are such a distributed ecosystem and anyone can jump in and create a solution to a problem, we have a lot of smaller companies that that kick up around it, and we have these developer led companies that um, you know are born out of solving a user problem. And, and they get into the situation where they're, they're really good at solving problems with code. They're less good at solving problems with people. Mm. Um, and, uh, you know, I, anyone who's, who's done agency life would probably be able to tell you agencies would be amazing if we didn't have to work with clients. Um, because, you know, when you think about it, right, because the clients, client always has, you know, changes to your perfect, uh, you know, things that you create. Um, and, and it's the same with people, people, people are, are challenging, right? Like we all have bring our, our stuff to the table and, and it can be really tricky to navigate that. And, um, and so team WP, you know, when I say team and culture platform, I'm not looking to reinvent, um, HR operations, you know, how to, how to hire and, and fire people. Although there's a little bit of that, but it's more about what's going on inside your company being intentional about the culture that you're creating, the ways of working, the way your team operates and how you talk to each other and how you, how you approach problem solving, not just what problems you solve, but how you approach solving those problems and not just on the, the, the front end, but on the back end, you know, like one of the things um, that's that's very interesting to watch is how we do um, um, new versions of WordPress. Like we've just uh, at the time of this recording uh, launched WordPress six point two, I believe, yep. um, um, Delphi, and um, I'm curious to to know like what kind of uh, what kind of retro retros are happening or retrospective. Um, um, conversations are happening do the leads get together and say hey we did this really well or you know do the the teams that are working on specific features go hey you know what we delivered this how like let's talk about how we delivered it what what did we like about the way that we organized um our our team meetings uh what about the the way that we communicated with each other what about how we identified problems right or risks or opportunities or or things like that that happened throughout the process. What slowed us down? Like, where are those conversations happening? You know, we move really fast, right? And and because, again, a lot of our companies in WordPress are smaller, we're very fast moving, right? We don't have a lot of the baggage or things. But one of the things that larger companies tend to do maybe a little bit better is they figured out how to slow the process down enough to take time to ask ask questions about how they're doing things, not just what they're doing. So that is really what the, the crux of, of Team WP is, can we start to help smaller companies ask the questions about how they're doing it, not just what they're doing? So that raises a few things in, in my mind. So the first thing that comes into my mind is the bit that you said about you've got a person who is writing code and they've tackled a problem let's say for example that's wrapped up in a plugin or something and and they release that plugin and it sells very successfully and suddenly they've they just can't manage it they've got to bring on support staff they've got to bring on people who are good at making videos and promotion and all of that it, essentially what i'm saying is they they've had to grow a team and nobody at the beginning imagined, okay, I've got into this to make a team. So you don't necessarily have that expertise. And sure, you could hire that expertise in, but how do you even know 
the questions to ask the potential candidates because you don't know what it is to have a successful team. And the other thing is there's no overarching authority that you can go to to look at what that is because all of these entities are, for want of a better word, commercial rivals or possibly rivals. They're probably going to keep some of this a little bit close to their chest. Any groundbreaking um, you know, development that they've come come across which makes their team work in a better way maybe they're going to share it but maybe they're going to keep those cards um, face down so that nobody can see them and you know just thinking about the the system in the UK we, we have a school system and the school system is overseen by this organization called Ofsted now love them or hate them a lot of teachers I understand dislike Ofsted strongly but the point is there are a bunch of people who have as their remit to go into the schools and say, do you know what? There's a bunch of things that you could do better. We've seen better in other places. Here's what we think you should do. And the teachers, you know, justifiably probably get quite irate about that. But the point is, there's this overarching authority who look at all the schools and make judgments about that. And But there isn't anything like that. And so would I be right in saying Team WP, whilst not trying to be top down, you're trying to foster the knowledge of what a good agency, WordPress company, whatever that would be. You're trying to figure out what that is so that you can push that back into the community. So there's a resource somewhere that teams, companies, agencies, whatever can look at and say, okay, this seems to be the way to do this particular thing. That's exactly right. I think one of the things I hear a lot from uh, company founders is I I I didn't get into the I got into this to create a product, right. not not run a team. And that tension we see even in in some major companies. If you know the story of WP Engine, um, and their the relationship that their founder um, has now is the founder is is not actually the CEO of the company, um, right? He he stepped aside and brought somebody else in with that particular skill set and experience to run run the people and and sort of the the company side, so he, so he could focus on the technology side and do those kinds of things that were more in his wheelhouse. It's a really interesting story. First of humility. Um, but secondly, of you know, understanding that because you're good at one thing doesn't mean you have to be good at all the things. And Team WP is exactly that. It's trying to, you know, I, I, I talk a lot about, I say the future, um, the future of work is open, right? Um, meaning that, uh, and, and I have this concept of open teams, um, which you'll hear me talk about a lot if, if, if you ever have a conversation with me but it's this idea exactly as you said that you know like we've we've got best practices right like HR is a real thing right team and culture is a real thing and whether we know it or not um, we are doing it and there are people within our ecosystem and companies within our ecosystem that have figured some things out or are doing some things well and it's we want to elevate those things that that teams are doing well that can be replicated in other places for a variety of reasons. Um, but one, because it'll make WordPress teams better. And when I think of the 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 employee experience for all of our our folk, I want them to feel psychologically safe. I want them to be engaged at work. I want them to have a sense of career progression or a pathway that keeps them in WordPress for the, the duration of their working life. I want them to be excited about what we're doing in the community. And that all starts with having leaders who are willing to invest time and effort and energy in them making their day-to-day -day work experience amazing. Yeah, we've um, all heard stories about agencies where people went to work there and quickly the whole the whole shine just wore off. You know, they walked through mm -hmm. the door and, and quickly realized, oh boy, this is not the place for me. And so I guess having some system in place whereby this knowledge can be shared um, will be useful in the long run. I mean, going back a decade or more, I don't know if you remember, but everybody wanted to work for Google there was just right. this notion that Google was this incredible place to work. You know, you got 10% of your time to work on your own projects. There were bean bags. You got free food. and You, you get what I'm saying. That, In other words, they'd managed to create this impression 
out in the wider world that it was the best place to work. And so what happened? The best engineers want to work there. I mean, I know the salary probably was commensurate with that as well, but there was this kind of coolness attached to it. And the same would be nice to have in that WordPress space as well, wouldn't it? Wouldn't it be nice if there were a company which was just in inverted commas, cool. Everybody wanted to work there because it was widely known that they did all the things right. You got all of the right benefits. You were treated well. That works in both directions. The employees treat the employer well. The employer treats the employees well. And that that information was widespread and understood. And I guess in your sense, linked back to Team WP, that you were kind of at the bedrock of that. I mean, that would be great. Um, we'd love to be a, a catalyst for, for growth and, and transformation in WordPress. I think that that would be really awesome. Um, the great thing is, um, you know, and, and most hopefully people will know by the time this, this airs, is we've launched something called the Team Experience Index, which is the first ever um, employee engagement benchmark survey in the WordPress ecosystem. So what we're doing, when I say benchmark, what I mean is what we're trying to do is invite anybody who works in WordPress, regardless of whether you're in an agency or, um, you know, a product company or hosting company to tell us about your work experience and then create an, um, um, a mean, right? An average, right? That other companies can look at and compare and contrast their own internal team scores against, or, um, or maybe even just give them the right questions to be asking themselves. This is one of the things that happens a lot just in the world is, is often we want to do something or we want to make change. We don't even know the, the right questions to ask to find answers. Um, but if, if we can help WordPress companies figure out the right questions to ask. Even if the answers aren't necessarily positive, it gives them a place to start to make meaningful change. And when teams are doing that um, inside themselves, right, internally, that will flow out into the WordPress community and the WordPress ecosystem. What you just said about Google, I think, is exactly right. Google gave off this energy, this excitement, yeah. and 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 everyone wanted to work there. And then there was Facebook and and YouTube and and Instagram and like all these tech places. Spotify, you know, became these places where it was like if you could just have that on your resume, even or your CV, that was meaningful. And we've not had that same kind of draw in WordPress, but imagine. If the culture we created in our distributed environments and our distributed teams trickled into the way we talked to each other and talked about the project when we got together as a community and how it influenced the way we interacted with each other when we were showing up at local meetups or when we were going to word camps, I mean, it would, it would be that. And what's even cooler is it would be that in an open way because we're open source, we're transparent, we have those values of sharing and of not holding so tightly onto the best that it would just lift, you know, like, what is it, many... Oh, um, a, a rising tide lifts all boats. Exactly, a rising tide lifts all boats. And, and, and that concept to me is something that I think in the world of team and culture is something that would be really great to see in WordPress. Yeah, you've got to imagine that out there amongst the thousands of workplaces that you could be in WordPress, hosting, plugin, theme, who knows, there's a myriad. There's, it's very likely that there's one organization which has nailed everything, but there are probably organizations out there which have nailed a good proportion of it. There's probably organizations out there where the opposite is true. They've got several things working well in their organization, but there's, you know, there's definitely room for improvement. And sharing that openly is, well, it's part, it just feels like the WordPress way, if you like. Share it openly. It may be that you're in competition with these people, but you're also in a global marketplace. So, you know, there's room for, for all of us, I would say. So you've got this survey going on. Like I said, we're in April at the moment. Do you have any idea how long that survey is going to be open for people to contribute their, their data? Yeah, we're hoping to um, keep it open through until um, WordCamp Europe. Um, so oh, okay. the first or second week of June. Yep. Um, I'm trying to encourage as many people as possible to fill it in before the, the May 6th weekend, the Coronation Day, um, because um, that'll give me at least enough data to, to 
to build the presentation that I need to build for WordCamp Europe because I will oh, be presenting right. yeah, the results yeah, yeah. at WordCamp Europe. Yeah, I'd forgotten so, that. Yeah. Yeah, by the well, by the hasn't technically been announced publicly yet, but by the time this airs, it will be public. So yeah, um, yeah. So that's that's really exciting. Like even WordCamp Europe, like the organizers, like I pitched this talk back in in January, saying, "Hey, I'm going to be launching this thing, and I'm going to be doing this thing," and they got on board, um, which is crazy because I've ne I had never spoken at a WordCamp before. They were the first WordCamp that ever agreed to have me speak, um, and it's on this topic. So I think there's an appetite for it. The There's a very, very high chance that this podcast will be out before that date. So if that's the case, I'm going to say go and take the survey. You can find it at the website we mentioned, teamwp.co. What kind of data are you gathering here? And I guess, I guess some people are going to have concerns about... Um, although things are anonymized, it may be that, you know, if you ask certain questions, it, it would be possible for you at least anyway to figure out who the person responding is because let's say for example there's only one uh, director of marketing at such and such a company well if you reveal that you're the director of marketing and you're at such and such a company then we can pretty much figure out who you are so and it may be that you, you know you've got fears about anonymity here you don't really necessarily right at this point want to release all of your um, the things that the, the goose that lays the golden eggs within your organization. So, are you are you keeping this anonymized? Are you going to be putting names to data, or just just broad brushstrokes? So the way we're going to do it is um, we will not release any individual response. So uh, if you fill in the survey, that will get aggregated into the total. So how that will work is, yes, um, I see every entry, obviously, and, and I sort of know um, some things, but we don't collect a lot of information, personal information either. We ask you to optionally tell us the company that you work for, because that gives us the ability to um, create maybe a, a, a company profile. Um, but you don't have to. Um, we ask you uh, the sort of industry that you're in as far as WordPress goes, whether it's hosting or products or um, agency life. And we ask you what role you're in. So if you're an individual contributor, if you're a team leader, or if you are a senior leader, and that just helps to um, move you to some specific questions. So we have a, a collection of questions that are are not designed for senior leaders to fill in. So, um, so we get you to, if you're a senior leader, you get to skip over that section. And then at the end, um, we ask for some demographic data just to help us with being able to represent the data well. So we ask you um, about your gender, we ask you about your country, um, and we ask you if you would self-identify as a member of a historically underrepresented group. That's the only information we ask about. Could somebody, theoretically combine all of that to figure out who someone is yes is okay. it something that anyone will have access to all that information to be able to do on an individualized basis absolutely not yeah yeah okay so given that a few of those things are um well you've described broadly the things that you want to know get into the specifics so um mm -hmm. i noticed that when we click take the survey we're taken to a different url we're taken to teamexperienceindex.com i guess that's one of your properties as well is it or is that yes yeah okay yeah. um and we're looking at a form just tell us go into a little bit more detail about the kind of questions that you're asking obviously you you could tell us about every single question but just to give us a flavor of the kind of things that you want to that you're really drilling into Absolutely, yeah. So we're, we're really looking at seven or eight different categories of questions. So we ask you to tell us a little bit about the experience of your company. So what's your company outlook? So you as an employee, how do you feel about your products? How do you feel about um, you know, the direction that your company is going? Um, uh, you know, we use what are called Likert statements. So that means we give you a statement and we ask you to um, tell us how, how much you agree with that statement. So whether you strongly disagree, disagree, are neutral, agree or strongly agree with the statement. So it might be a statement like, um, you know, I think our company is positioned well to succeed in the next five years or something like that, I think is one of the questions. Mm -hmm. um, and you can decide whether you agree with that. And that helps us understand your confidence level in your company's 
the, the vision that your company has presented to you. So if, if you are a senior leader and you're looking at that and all, you see that, that people in, in your organization have um, maybe disagreed with that statement, right? It creates an action plan that I can go to you or somebody can, can present to you and say, hey, you know, like your, your folks don't agree that, you know, you're, you're positioned well for the next five years. So there's a couple of things that you could possibly do. Number one, communicate a vision. Have you, or ask the question, have you communicated a vision to them? Do they know what's going on? Are you regularly keeping them up to date on how the company's doing financially? Right? Maybe in all hands, um, every once in a while is going to help give your team that confidence that they need um, to feel like you've got a plan for the future that, that they can get onto. It also helps um, when you com- when you add it into another question like, I see myself working here in the next two years. Mm. Right? Those two questions together give not just at an individual company level, but within WordPress gives us a sense of how people feel. So that's where the community insight, I think, becomes really valuable too. Um, so yeah, so we talk about company outlook, we talk about company leadership, we talk about your team leader. So if, depending on the size of your team, that might be the same person. Um, we talk about, or we ask about teamwork, um, your individual experience. We ask about uh, career progression and career development um, and what reward and recognition looks like. Uh, and interspersed throughout all of that, we also ask some questions about um, diversity, equity, and inclusion um, to get a sense of how people feel about, um, you know, without asking directly, there's some indirect ways we can identify opportunities for improvement in that space as well. Yeah, there's probably, I'm just plucking a number out of thin air, there's probably about 60 questions, but the way the questions are maybe that's a bit maybe that's too many but there's significantly less than that probably thinking about it but the point is you can probably get this filled out within the next five minutes it's not going to take you long because of the way the questions are laid out okay given that you're going to consume all this data you're then going to package it up and and we can all watch that on wordpress tv how you what you what you make of it um you haven't been able to draw any conclusions so far but I'm curious as to what you want to do, sort of like what the roadmap is, if you like, for Team WP in the future. So you've got all this data, you've done your presentation, you've drawn some conclusions. Where do you go now, James, with that? What's what's on the next six months, year plan for Team WP? Um, I have a lot of fun things that I want to do. Um one of the things that I want to do is continue, like what'll, what'll be really neat is to actually be able to create content and action plans coming out of the data that we get. So if we identify things through the data that are opportunities for improvement within WordPress, we can begin to craft specific um you know, training materials or, or roadmaps for that, that we can give away for free. Uh, if you go to team WP right now, like I've got a, a guide on a high performing teams, just as one example. And there's another one for, um, virtual workshops. So like just little resources or tools that people can download, um, to help them, you know, even if they already know some things, maybe there's an opportunity here to improve that experience or take into consideration some things that they might not have considered before. So I want to do more of that, but, you know, I think figuring out how to make Team WP sustainable is a big deal. We could go the route of looking for sponsors and things like that. But I think if it can become commercially successful, that would be really cool. Obviously, consulting is, a, is an angle um, that would we could take. And, and what's really cool, the way that I look at it is the, the Team Experience Index will give a very broad view of the ecosystem. But if a company wants to come in and do a very tailored version for their own uh, team, we can do that as well. And in fact, we can we can customize a team experience index survey, like or an employee engagement survey, specific to that team, and bring in some of the questions that we have uh, in our benchmark and create an opportunity an opportunity for them to see how they compare to the uh, ecosystem average, right, or the ecosystem benchmark. So if, 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 you know, the general consensus is that people feel like, um, they're going to be working, they see themselves working at their company in the next two years. And that's as an agree or strongly agree, uh, in the, in the ecosystem, 
But for this company in particular, it's maybe a neutral or a disagree, right? Then we can right. say, well, yeah. here's the here's where the industry average is. Here's where you set here. So this is probably an area for you to maybe focus on over the next year as you look at culture for your team. Um, so that's that's something we can do. I'd love to do that for a fee. <laughs> um, but also, I want to look at um, creating awards out of this. The more we get to know about companies in WordPress, the more we can recognize who's doing well. And this is the thing. Lots of people get nervous about the negative feedback they're going to get. It's not negative. It's opportunities for improvement. I'm, I'm a big believer in this idea of continuous improvement or continuous learning. And that only happens when you're willing to confront things that aren't going well, right? Any, any professional athlete needs to know the things that they need to improve. And that's why they all have coaches. They all have people that help them. And they, that's why they do time trials. That's why they do these assessed things so that they can figure out opportunities to get better at what they do. Um, and I think that's the same for, for companies as well. So, so, but being able to recognize those that are doing well, I think would be really cool. So I'd love to give away awards. My, my dream is to have the, um, the survey open during WordCamp Asia, the results to be announced during WordCamp Europe, and the awards to be given out during WordCamp US, <laughs> and, and make that an annual yeah. cycle. Aim high. Because there's there's different conversations that happen at each stage, and it and there's a, ni a nice cadence there for that. But then also create opportunity for certification, right? Wouldn't it be really cool if if companies could? Um, take an assessment or be part of an assessment process that identifies them as a as a culture as an open team what i would call an open team right where they're they're invested in culture they're invested in their people um in a in a in a way that's actually monitored by a third party right and assessed by a third party so if you're familiar with b corp certification um you know there's environmental and social responsibility things that make you a, a b corp but you you can't just pay a fee and get that. You have to go through an assessment that is evaluated um, and scored. And I'd love to see something like that happen for companies because that's how we're going to compete in the world of work and get better talent, get better, you know, the people that the young people that are, are choosing Google for culture or choosing Spotify for culture, um, you know, they're going there when they could be coming into WordPress. And if we're competitive on the, on the culture, side and and the pay side as well i think we need to re reflect on that but if we're if all things are even and the difference is whether one team is focused on culture and, and employee experience and another is not people are going to choose the one that's focused on employee experience and culture i do uh, like the idea my, of the certification just the the notion that somebody could be out in the marketplace for a new job and you know they've got a specific set of skills and they draw up a short list of four or five companies and they notice that a couple of them have got the accreditation that you're mentioning could definitely be a signal couldn't it as to which places you're going to put more effort into applying for if you've seen that there is this certified trusted um, organization in this case team wp that's gone in check things out made sure that things are as they are and obviously that would then need to be re engaged with i don't know every year every couple of years or something like that to make sure that the, the culture and the company hadn't changed too much but i yeah i think that's really interesting you mentioned they're working for google and what have you and in a conversation that we had prior to clicking record we talked very briefly about the the demographic particularly the age demographic of the wordpress ecosystem and and i i do i do sh well Let's just put it this way. You expressed concern that p potentially the the demographic is is getting older because the young people are not coming into WordPress, and and I wonder I wonder if this plays into any of the things that you're going to be dealing with. Is firstly, have I represented what you said correctly? Does it seem like WordPress is getting older, and do you hope to tackle that with Team WP, encouraging more young people to come into to WordPress instead of I don't know Facebook, Meta, Google? TikTok, whatever it may be. Absolutely. I mean, it's, you know, like I, I just think about the world that I grew up in 20 years ago when I, I was, tw so 20, I'm 40 this year. So, so, you know, 20 years ago, I was 20, right? WordPress is, is now 20. So in those 20 years, 
I have, I have built friendships. I've worked for companies. I've, I've, you know, been able to build a family, right. And, and, and build a future. Um, and, and yet when I look at the ecosystem, I don't see people coming in behind me the same way, right? We're not, it's, it's, it's like anything you get comfortable with the people that, you know, you get comfortable with the community that you have and that, that circle closes and we've got to figure out how to open that circle back up and keep it open so that there's always space for somebody else to come in. And part of how we do that is making sure that we've got pathways for, for young people to come into the ecosystem and we can do it in their teen years and we can expose them to the product but I'm not talking necessarily about exposing them to the product. I'm talking about exposing them to the culture, exposing them to the community, because people go to where they feel connected. And that is one of the bits of secret sauce that has made WordPress so um, capable of, of lasting is the community that exists here, right? You can you come in maybe through the, the product but you stay because of the community that develops around you and the, at the, that has developed around WordPress. Um, and we've got to figure out how to do that for the next generation that's coming in. I don't have all the answers to yeah. that, but I definitely think that that excitement, that energy, that enthusiasm, that joie de vivre that we had when we were 20, maybe we're getting a little bit older and tired <laughs> and we need to find those new voices or the, those new, new ways to communicate what it means to be WordPress to younger people. Yeah, thank you. It's been a really interesting conversation. Like I said at the top of the show, teamwp.co is the URL. If anything that James has said has resonated with you, James, what's the best place to contact you? There is a contact form on the website I can see, but are you, are you online? Do you do social I am very active on Twitter, so and my DMs are open, so you can slide right in if you'd like. <laughs> that sounds so weird to say. <laughs> uh, uh, yes, you can. I mean, it's just at James Giroux. Uh, pretty much everywhere online is 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 that, but Twitter is the primary place I'm I'm being social and active. Um, I blog JamesGiroux.ca um, is another spot you can catch me. But um, for anything related to Team WP, just go to TeamWP.co hang out, love to hang out with people who want to have these kinds of conversations. I'm, I'm thriving in it because as I've put myself out there and started talking about this, people are coming out of the woodwork who share similar passions and, and, and see the, the kind, same kind of things. Oh, it's just fun. I mean, I'm Yay. having conversations with people that um, I never thought I'd have conversations with. And the energy and the excitement and the enthusiasm around this stuff is so great. James, um, and also, so good. yeah, fill in the survey. If you haven't yet, uh, product company, hosting company, agency, even if your company is small, like two, three, four, fill it in because your story matters. Your story helps to contribute to what we want to do in WordPress in the future. So, yeah, that's, a, that's lovely. Well, thank you for joining me on the podcast there. I really appreciate it. Um, I'll put the links that we mentioned there into the show notes so you can go and check that out on the wpbuilds.com website. But it just remains for me to say, James Giroux, thank you very much for joining me today. Really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Well, I hope that you enjoyed that. Very nice chatting today with James Giroux all about Team WP. If you are employed by an agency, perhaps you have some thoughts on this, please do go and fill out the survey. The links are in the show notes. But also, if you want to make some commentary about it on the wpbuilds.com website, you can certainly do that. My suggestion would be go there, search for episode number 326, and leave us a comment. We'd really appreciate it. The WP Builds podcast is brought to you today by GoDaddy Pro. GoDaddy Pro, the home of managed WordPress hosting that includes free domain, SSL, and 24-7 support. Bundle that with The Hub by GoDaddy Pro to unlock more free benefits to manage multiple sites in one place, invoice clients, and get 30% off new purchases. You can find out more by heading to go.me forward slash WPBuilds. And once again, sincere thanks to GoDaddy Pro for their ongoing support of the WPBuilds podcast. Okay. Like I said at the top of the show, we'll be back next Monday for the This Week in WordPress show. You can join us there live at wpbuilds.com forward slash live. 
We will also have a live show on Wednesday, part three of the WS Form webinar series. This is turning out to be really interesting. If you like using forms, this is certainly worth checking out. And then, of course, we'll have our podcast episode on Thursday. Perhaps you can join us for some of that. If not, no worries. Stay safe. Have a good week. Bye-bye for now.